God's Little Brown Church Sermon Series featuring Pastor Andrew Chrysler. Praise God. Today is January 8th, 2023. I'm going to talk for a while this morning about meeting God. In Exodus 20, beginning with verse 18, it says, Now all the people witnessed the thunderings, the lightning flashes, the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking. And when they saw it, they trembled and stood afar off. Then they said to Moses, You speak with us, and we will hear. But let not God speak with us, lest we die. And Moses said to the people, Do not fear. For God has come to test you, that, and that his fear may be before you, so that you may not sin. So the people stood afar off, and Moses drew near to the thick darkness where God was. Children of Israel have been released from captivity in Egypt. They've seen plagues, they've seen the river turn to blood, they've seen flies, they've seen frogs, they've seen darkness. They've seen all of these things happen. They saw, uh, had to, to do the Passover and put the blood over the lintel and the doorposts of the house. And the uh, angel of death went and took out the firstborn of all the, of all the Egyptians. They go into, they start into the wilderness and God is going before them as a pillar of fire by, by, night and a pillar of cloud by day and they get to the Red Sea and the the armies of the Egyptians are coming up behind them and God opens the Red Sea in front of them and they cross on dry land and as they cross the the Egyptian army comes in behind them and gets drowned and they have seen God do miraculous things they knew that God is in control but when they come to the mountain of God, and Moses has given them, gone up and got the Ten Commandments, brought them down, they were reveling. Moses broke the Ten Commandments, broke the tablets. He ground up the calf and made them drink it. He went back up the mountain. God gave him the tablets again. He carries them back down. And he brings the people to the mount of God. Now don't touch it. They put ropes around it. You couldn't touch it. And here it says, and they saw all of these manifestations of the, the uh, presence of God, and they were afraid. They said, nah, you go talk to him. I don't want to talk to him. You go talk to him. And Moses says, do not fear, for God has come to test you. And they wouldn't draw close. They stood afar off. There was a, a very healthy fear of who God is. They've seen God's power at work. And God had given them, um, you know, had, had delivered them and had taken, and taken care of them and manifested his presence before them. And they saw the thunderings and the lightning flashes and the sound of the trumpet and the mountains smoking. They saw all of these things from, from who God is. And like, I'm not messing with him. I don't want to even get close just in case. We think about that, and we think about some of the things that this same crowd of people had happened while they were in the wilderness. 
you know, the sons of Aaron bringing strange fire and God smacking them, you know, striking them dead. The, um, the group that wanted to challenge, how come Aaron gets to be the, be the priest? How come we can't do it? And the earth opens up and, and took it. They didn't have a problem confronting Aaron. They didn't have a problem confronting Moses. They didn't even have a problem of indirectly confronting God. But right here, they had this healthy fear of who God is. Job 41, beginning with verse 1. So, familiar with the book of Job? This is the last chapter. This is after God has come out and says, Where were you? Beginning with verse 1, it says, Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that you can do everything, and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. You asked, Who is it that hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore I have uttered what I did not understand. Things too wonderful wonderful for me that I, which I did not know. Listen please and let me speak. You said I will question you and you shall answer me. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. Job had a concept of who God was. Job was the righteous most righteous man in his generation. Job was doing sacrifices for his kids in case they sinned. Job was the best, was the most righteous man around. And Job says, I didn't have a clue. I thought I knew, but I didn't know. The children of Israel, we just talked about them. They had an understanding of who God is and God's power, but once they got close, they were scared to death. Job says, once, you know, I heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye has seen you, and I abhor myself, and I repent in, in, in sackcloth and dust and ashes. I realize just how much I messed up. You are holy and righteous and worthy of all, and worthy of all praise. Recognizing, coming to know who God is. In Hebrews 4, beginning with verse 14, says, seeing then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Therefore let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Amen. Praise God that we have this advocate. We have this Jesus, uh, this great high priest. But having the great high priest and having access into the throne of grace is much more and a much more impactful thing and a much more uh, incredible thing than is sometimes talked about. I'll just go to the altar. Everything will be fine. Recognize we're coming into the presence of a holy God. Recognizing that the God who creates the heavens and the earth, there's a scripture that says God measures the span, that measured the heavens with the span of his hand. Have you ever been trying to build something, not have a, uh, not have a tape measure? And try to measure something out with your hand or walk it off with your feet as to how far this. I have. 
God measures the heavens with the span of his hands. I think so much of the time we reduce in our mind, in our concept, who God is because we have an advocate with the Father. We can go before the throne of grace. We can go and say, Father, I'm sorry. Lord, please forgive me. But I think sometimes we tend to forget exactly who it is we're approaching. Job said, before I heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes have seen you. I abhor myself and I repent in dust and ashes. He says, I didn't understand how bad I messed up, but I do now. And we go before a holy God. We go before the creator of the heavens and the earth, the one who spoke and said, light, and there was light. Who said, let this... Pull this together. Let the the beast appear. Let the dry land appear. Declared these things, and it happened. The one who came down with his presence and sat on the mountain, and there was thunderings and, and lightnings and pillars of smoke. The one who opened the Red Sea. The one who stopped the sun in its tracks. The one who loved us so much that looking down through the, through the pages of time knew we needed a way to be saved. The one who is so holy that it took the blood of a perfect sacrifice that we might come into his presence. But he welcomes us into that presence. He made the way for us into that presence. Oh, Lord, don't let me to ever take that for granted. To recognize the holiness and, and, and wonder of the Lord. Isaiah 6, beginning with verse 1. Isaiah says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And the one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, and the whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. So I said, Woe is me. For I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Isaiah got a glimpse in heaven and recognized his wretchedness. All through Scripture, when the angel shows up, he says, Fear not. And that's just the angel. The angels cried out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. And the whole earth is full of His glory. And the angel crying that out, cried it out loud enough that it's shaking the doors. Shaking the building. The book of Revelation 
John talks about having an encounter with an angel and said, When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he lifted me up. Come and, show, and I'll show you greater things. So much bigger, so much more, so much more awesome and, and, and just overwhelming than we can imagine. And that's who invites us into his presence. That's who says, come up here. That's who says, I'm calling you my child. In Daniel 7, beginning with verse 9. Daniel having a vision, and he said, I watched till thones, thrones were put in place. And the Ancient of Days was seated, and his garment was white as snow, and his hair, the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was a fiery flame, its wheels a burning fire. A fiery stream issued, and there came forth from him. A thousand thousands ministered to him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The courts were seated and the books were opened. And I watched then because of the sound of the pompous words of the that the horn was speaking. And I watched till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and giving to the burning flame. Daniel sees this vision of the Ancient of Days. And he talks about his throne was a flame of fire. God sitting on a fiery throne. And a thousand thousands ministered to him. And ten thousand times ten thousand were in front of him. And yet all the focus was on the Ancient of Days. Daniel says, completely overwhelming. He gives, he gives a description as best as he can. But imagine what he saw. I saw I waited I saw I wait watched until the thrones were seated and I saw the ancient of days. I had this understanding of who I was seeing. And it wasn't any question. It doesn't say someone told me, "Oh by the way, the angel said, oh by the way, this is the ancient of days." Daniel said, "No, oh, no, no. I saw the ancient of days. I recognized." Revelation 4 says, After these things I looked, and behold, a door was standing open in heaven. And the first verse I heard was like a trumpet speaking to me, saying, Come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. Immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne set on heaven. And one sat on the throne, and he who sat there was like a jasper and sardius stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne in appearance like an emerald. And around the throne were twenty and four thrones. And on those thrones I saw twenty and four elders sitting, clothed in white robes. And they all had crowns of gold on their head. And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which were the seven spirits of God. Before the throne there was a sea of glass like crystal. And in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and back. The first living creature was like a lion. The second living creature was like a calf. The third living creature had the face of a man. And the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. 
The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. They do not rest day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to Him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before Him who sits on the throne and worship Him who lives forever and ever. And they cast their, thrones before the th their crowns before the throne, saying, Worthy are You, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For You created all things, and by Your will they exist and were created. John, being led up by the Spirit into heaven, sees that sight, recognizes the Holy One, the angels round about, the seraphim, which Isaiah didn't describe anything like this except for the six wings. But all declared, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. That's the God who created the heavens and the earth, who created you and me, who knit us together in our mother's womb, who pays attention um, that every time it's, uh, we stop and meditate on the Lord and we read and we share one with another and we talk about the things of God. That's who's writing it down. That's what Scripture says. That God writes it in His book. He's paying attention to the things that go on in our lives. This isn't... This isn't Morgan Freeman in uh, Bruce Almighty or Evan Almighty. This isn't George Burns and in the Oh God movies. This isn't just some little body out there. This is holy and righteous. High and lifted up. His train of his robe filled the temple, Isaiah said. And when I saw him, I cried, Woe is me, for I am undone. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. But you know the rest of the story, that they, the angel came and brought a coal from the altar and touched his lips and said, Here, you've been purged. You've been cleansed. We have this advocate with the Father, this great high priest we read about a few minutes ago, that allows us entry into the throne of grace that we may boldly go. Boldly, yes. But how many times do we do it flippantly? How many times do we do it not realizing? We are coming into the throne room of the Ancient of Days. We are coming into the throne room of the Creator of heavens and earth. We are coming into the throne room of the One who knows all of our days, knows everything about us, knit us together in our mother's womb, yet calls us, come up here, calls us, Tells us to come into his presence with singing and into his courts with praise. 
be thankful unto him and bless his name. Calls us into relationship. Calls us to draw close. Last passage, Galatians 4, beginning with verse 4. It says, when, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth His Spirit, the Spirit of His Son, into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a, a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Calls us into relationship. Calls us to be with Him. Calls us into fellowship. Calls us to walk with Him. Father, the Holy One, the one who sits above the circle of the earth. The heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. Holy and righteous and wondrous are all of his ways. Calls us, calls you and calls me into relationship. Calls you and calls, calls me to come near. Who had to make the way so that sinful men and women could come into that presence. And Jesus came and, and willingly laid down His life to fulfill the Father's plan that we might come, that we might get that spirit of adoption crying out, Abba, Father. Scripture tells us the whole creation groans and, tra and travails waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God recognizing who we are because of who He is. Recognizing that all power in heaven and earth is given into Jesus. And Jesus says, greater things than I have done will you do because I go to my Father. That God has called us to be His hands and feet extended to bring forth a manifestation to the world around us of who God is. But well, we can't do that until we first recognize for ourselves who this great and holy and wondrous God is that has called us into this relationship. Getting to meet God. Not just being happy to hear about Him, like Job said, but having to come at an encounter with the holy and righteous and wondrous God. That the only way we can come into His presence is through the blood of Jesus. But He's the one who made that way. That we might draw close. Father, Father, we come before You. Just as Job says, Before I heard of You by the hearing of Your ears, but now my eyes have seen You, and I, be, I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. As Isaiah says, Woe is me, for I am undone. For, my, for I am a man of unclean lips and dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the Holy One. You are the one who made the way. You are the one who sent your Son. You are the one who provided that perfect sacrifice to draw us close. You are the one who adopted us.
Father, we give praise. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for the accounts in your word, just to remind us of who you are, that we not forget, that we not become complacent, that we not become comfortable, but that we recognize that you have drawn us close by your spirit, not because of anything that we have done, but because of your great love toward us. Lord, we have no words. Words can't describe. That's why we sang indescribable. You are too wondrous from your words. Yet we recognize that you love us and you have drawn us close. We give praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. For more information, visit glbcdt.org.